I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. How often do you look at the risks and potential hazards that you have and encounter each and every day on your farm? As a farmer, we're going into planning season. If you haven't already, have you looked at the risks, especially for your employees and yourself, so that you can be there at the end of the day, most importantly. And we'll be diving into this a little bit in this episode. G'day and welcome to the Farms Vice podcast with your host, Jack Creswell. Whether you farm it, service it, or just love it, this podcast is for you. We'll bring you the techniques and technologies you can implement into your day straight from the leaders and innovators themselves. Spread the farm's advice so that we can reach more farmers right across Australia. Follow us on all of your socials at Farms Advice and let's get into this episode. Well, Shay Clifford, g'day and welcome back to the Farms Advice podcast. Great to have you back in the the studio. Um, even though you're down south, great to have you back in here, mate, to talk about what you know best and that's safety on farm and in the workplace. Thanks, Jack. Thanks Third for having me. Yeah, that's what I meant. Um, <laughs> no, great to have you, mate. Good to see like that you are really busy at the moment and coming into planning season, it's a big, a big time for farmers maybe pushing their boundaries and trying to get it get their crop in, especially when it's a great season like we're having currently. Um, I know it's a bit different for people across Australia, but on the majority, we're having a good season. How's everything panning down where you are? Uh, Yeah, not too bad. I I don't think farmers are complaining at the moment, but uh, just through my area, uh, it's been a while since we've had some rain. So still want some rain and that's bit of a cop out to all the east, eastern states at the moment that are experiencing floods but um yeah can't all have it um yeah, our own way i won't mention how much rain we've had then we're a bit, you know, yeah, thanks yep um but mate let's crack crack it off you got on to me and i know like this is a huge time at the moment for farmers as we know we're pretty good for 
pushing their boundaries and maybe not thinking about everything. We just want to jump in the tractor and go with our employees, however big our operation is. And making that small investment in safety can really pay dividends on the back of that leading into planning season. Yep. So uh, I, I spend a lot of my time um, in business consulting uh, for compliance and risk. And sometimes that's financial and sometimes that's uh, looking after plant and machinery and um, more quality based. So from what I see, uh, just from a safety point of view, but also looking after your own equipment is probably ha- having those inspections done um, and recording them because a lot of the time we don't record what we do when we are servicing or inspecting equipment. Um, yeah, tractors is where it starts. Um, and then once we, yeah, if we have any issues with them and we're going back to the workshop, it's, it's really about having the right equipment there too and yeah. uh, looking after all that equipment, 240 volt equipment and leaving guards on, on different things. Uh, angle grinders is one of my pet hates, but um, sometimes the, the guards come off, unfortunately, and, and we forget to put them back on. Yeah, can we like complacency within farming can happen quite quite a lot because we're so used to doing what maybe our parents have done or what we've done on farm previously before, um, and that can just open up the hazards. Maybe you don't think you might be able to operate it really well, but someone new comes in and you don't tell them about it, and then that's where the injuries can really happen. Yeah, that's the worry for inexperienced workers. They should always be supervised and, and inducted, um, but stats show that, uh, it's the older, the older generation that are injuring themselves or succumbing to serious injuries. Um, anyone over the age of 50 uh, is generally uh, in the age group where you're more likely to have a serious incident or a fatality. So unfortunately, the experienced ones are, are still the ones that are they're having the most accidents. Yeah, right. Okay, so... Let's jump into what like an induction would look like for a planning team coming up. Maybe they're a two-person team or they're five plus. How's that look? Yeah, I'd just speak about their own obligations, um, the fact that they have a duty of care to themselves and others. Uh, there's a legal obligation on people for that. Uh, and if you're a manager in a workplace, um, which can be seen as an officer uh, in WHS legislation, um, you have more responsibilities for the workers underneath you. Uh, and that that actually extends to contractors as well. So directors of farms, <clears throat> owners of farm, farm operations, um, we really need to make sure everyone's aware of their responsibilities, um, direct lines of reporting. So who they're going to speak to about issues, uh, incidents, complaints. Uh, yeah, we really need to make sure that those lines of communication are open and general emergency preparedness because every farm's different and lots of farms have different locations. So really just discussing the basics, um, your expectations, going through your policies, uh, and you might have some golden rules out on your farm, depending on who you are. Absolutely. And like, what about when it happens to be your all family, who's going to be the hierarchy there? You sort of have to select one to follow, to go through, to make the process all systemized and make it a process itself yeah generally um general well it's a mix um from what i see uh the younger 
um, sons uh, or daughters, the generation coming through generally take the bull by the horns these days. So they're very organised and um, pretty good at, at data capture and recording. So sometimes you might have um, some of that sort of information going directly back to them. Uh, but if it's a major farming decision, a major financial decision, um, maybe you need to speak to the regulator about something that's happened. Uh, it, it should always go to the owner um, or, yeah, the director of that business. Yeah, definitely. Those larger decisions, um, and especially off the back, maybe when they're more financial going into it as well. But for, for the induction, you've gone in there. What sort of hazards, risks and reminders do we all need coming into planning season? Uh, the main ones would be uh, making sure that our tractors are serviced up to date, um, making sure that everyone knows how to operate them, uh, particularly if you've got some new tech uh, that people aren't normally across. That's normally the main issue that I see. Um, once we start exiting tractors, uh, if they're still moving, um, working alone, uh, fatigue is a, is a huge one, uh, particularly... I'd probably say um, seeding and harvest are the fatigue generators. Um, yep. And that's just where we're actually not healthy enough um, in the industry. Uh, we've got one in five that are smokers. And we've got over a quarter that drink alcohol to risky levels. Um, two out of three are obese or overweight. Um, we don't do enough exercise. And, and then 90% uh, of us don't eat enough fruit and vegetables. So, yeah, just uh, we're, we're sort of making our own bed. We've got to sleep in it, I guess. Yeah, some pretty mind-blowing stats there, but like some of them you can think, yeah, that probably is the industry. What can we do um, around that? Nothing like that's going to be solved in a day, in a season, a planning season, but what can we do to improve our, our own workplace but also our, our lifestyle to reduce the risks and hazards within farming? Uh, probably communication still um, is seen as an issue. Um, so we just don't talk about it enough. Um, safety, <coughs> uh, sorry, Safe Work Australia did a, a study um, going back last year and 25% um, of farmers, so one in four admitted to talking to safety, talking about safety daily. 20% um, said that they don't talk about it enough. 18% said monthly. Um, so it's probably still some fairly low percentages there where we need to um, consult more. And if we consult more, we're all on the same page. It actually removes the hazards without you really knowing it. Um, you don't notice uh, that the communication is improving the operations out in the farm, safety, um, yeah, everything. So when you say who or who isn't talking about safety, you've got your task for the day. It's in you. You have to finish off this, um, off this paddock, planting in your barley or your wheat, or you're out and you're going to be drenching cattle for the day. You're talking about the safety requirements about what's going on for that day, or like the week and month, what's needed. Yeah, I'd I'd always um, keep it very basic to a daily conversation with your workers um, maybe if your family you might already know what's going on but things change overnight um, and conditions change weather changes uh, breakdowns occur so I think it's still about communicating what you're doing um, who's going to be where 
uh, and and try and set your daily timings um, so you do get that that little short break that you need to to eat the right things um, and maybe swap over so we can um, just mix up the day a little bit and stay stay more alert. Yeah, that's it. I think if you fill your tucker box full of good food that you can eat or you have that half an hour, an hour out of the cab can really help with your fatigue yeah. over the long term, especially for those larger guys that are busting out 50,000 acres of crop or something. That's a fair whack to be running on low fuel for the season as well. Yeah, and there's so much on your mind. Like you just want to get the job done. You want to get it done before the rain comes in or – um, yeah, particularly before you lose some of your workforce, if if it's just contracted, um, yeah, you just I suppose it's always on your mind to go as quick as you can, um, get as much as you done uh, you can done in a day. Yeah, it is like it is bloody difficult when you're thinking like you're going against the weather and you really need to get it done, um, and all you can do is push push through. But what can we do for that to set it up? Do we just need to have a hard stop? Um, and let the environment take control or whatever if it's too wet the next day to get it in um, before going too far and busting yourselves. So so on average, across five, ten years, we're actually better off in the end rather than busting yourselves for that season? Yeah, I'd, I'd like to see some good stats on, on the mental health um, of the owners of farms or directors because if you're pushing yourself every year that hard, um, it, it does wear you down. And I think a lot of planning has to go into um, your, your planting season. Uh, I, I would like to be in their, in their shoes. Um, and I think a lot of forward planning has to happen with workers on the same page as what you are. We, we sort of need to set targets and get them done. And um, interesting that I've started consulting with uh, SafeAg systems um, and they actually have the online systems for farmers to use and talk about consulting and planning. Uh, it's a very eye-opening um, platform online uh, where that planning and that consultation can happen just through everyone signing into the app. Um, very useful. Yeah, right. So let, let's speak a little bit about the app. How does it work and like the benefit of farmers all being on the same page? Yeah, uh, the, the app's quite good. I, I've only just recently started with SafeAg Systems um, and take, been taken through the way it works. Basically, the, um, the farmer can subscribe to SafeAg Systems themselves or they can come through a consultant like myself. Yep. Um, and what that does coming through a consultant is that you get unlimited seats. Um, it's a little bit of a cheaper uh, option to then try and get some consultant work um, through farms. So it uh, is a one-stop shop. You can have all your staff on this system with all their training recorded, um, expiry dates, uh, and then you might have uh, what, what type of farm that you run, whether it be, um, let's say, stock management or, or cropping. As soon as you select what type of farm you are running, um, it automatically gives you open access to the right safe operating procedures, um, risk assessments for different plant. You've got a list of plant machinery that's longer than I can imagine um, and all your tools and equipment on there. Uh, yep. You've got the tracking of um, hazardous substances and dangerous goods, all the SDSs online. Uh, and it's just 
very, very useful for farmers to have that information accessible rather than in the office and, and the workers never see it. Um, it's all online. The guys can sign in and sign out, um, tracks the hours that people do. Uh, it's, it's, it's very impressive. Um, it does come at a cost, uh, but from what I can understand, it's, it's probably one of the cheaper options on the market when I start comparing some of the others, but I don't want to um, drop names of, of other ones. But uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty good from what I can see so far. Well, is that initial investment getting like the farmers across the line? Sometimes it can be quite hard to convert us over. Um, but I think once we see the results, the value of what something is, and potentially it can actually limit our injuries and even fatalities. They happen all too often, like on farm. Um, and we want to reduce those as the labor pool currently is quite, quite small and we need everyone to be operating healthily, but still operating as well. Yeah. So the, the, the system itself online, um, each worker can, uh, there is a notice board there where they can put notes up there. Um, They can even report that there's been an incident or an accident and they need help. Uh, It all goes on the notice board that everyone can see. And then you can assign actions to each other should there be something that needs doing. Um, You can assign it to individuals or groups. Uh, It's it's very useful. Um, But yeah, bringing down the serious claim statistics is um, probably one of my aims. I don't want any of my mates that are farmers at the moment getting hurt. Uh, it is the older ones that are getting hurt lately. Um, the traumatic joint ligament injuries, muscles, uh, it's, it's the um, connective tissue type diseases, wounds and lacerations. Yeah, I can go on, um, but that probably accounts for 73 or so percent um, of the injuries um, of the serious claims and then, I don't know, as a farmer, um, do you look at the cost, the average cost of an injury like that is 13500 um, The average weeks lost from, from serious injuries each year is um, six and a half weeks uh, per injury. So it's, those sort of numbers have a huge impact on a farm's operations. Um, whether you uh, like safety or not, um, that's just an operational issue that you don't want to have to deal with uh, staff shortages and and the large cost of trying to get someone back to work is the average cost of the farm injury including how long of time they've had off from the job or is it because uh, if that's the case that would nearly be double the cost yeah that's right um so i would i i'm not sure um specifically on that i think Once you start looking at six and a half weeks lost um, and then medical expenses uh, and any return to work type exercises or things you have to do after muscle injury, I think that medium price of 13 and a half thousand is, is very cheap. I think it would be more than that. Uh, And yeah, you you just got to look at the time lost uh, with uh, 6.1 million hours lost a year. Um, I don't yeah, 30 bucks an hour. I'm not going to do the maths, but it's, it's a fair bit for a labourer um, if you're going to lose those hours out in the farm. Huge yeah, cost. And like across the industry, it's hurting the industry as well. The injuries on farm and how how they can impact maybe even like the smaller farmers more so 
those family teams that are trying to get their work done within reasonable time as well. But- yeah, you, you take out, um, if, if you've got a group, a family of three, and you take one of those out, um, that's going to have a huge impact on what you can get done compared to those farmers with 15 or 20 workers. Yeah. Um, losing one's not as big an impact to them, but yeah, the smaller players, absolutely. It's uh, no one wants to lose time. That's for sure. Yeah, that's it. And like for going back to safe ag systems, what's the, like, is it applicable for everyone? Like if you're a one man band um, that has a couple people coming in and out of like the seasonality of what agricultural is, how do people, like what sort of people should be looking at this? Uh, yeah. So any farmer, um, from what I've seen, because I look after lots of different industries, um, I have discussed this with other different industries as well, um, construction companies and builders and things like that, because it's really not very different to what they need. Um, and we don't record what we do well enough. And this system has been designed by farmers. Um, SafeAg system is still owned by uh, a couple of ex-farmers. Uh, they've designed this specific, specifically, um, and I think it's a great system for any business. But for the smaller players, it, it is charged per seat, um, so per, per person that uses the system. Uh, and I think it's a great option for those that's only got a few because it's going to be cheaper. And then for those that have got far too many, um, you know, over 10 or, or so, um, you really want to come through a consultant with, um, for those sorts of things because we keep an eye on it um, and really track your compliance and the use of the system and by all means if it's if it's no good um, if it's not being used then yeah it's not right for you yeah i think as farmers we just need to adapt and adopt if that system really works for us if it's enhancing or improving our outlook and i think the longevity of agriculture the long-term playing that we do we need to be healthy along the way as well and making sure that we can sustain it right the way through the season as well yep yep for sure so for for all of this looking at the hazards the risk and thinking about the reminders what can we do to prevent these is it the just a toolbox meeting at the beginning of the day the week what's the three quickest steps to making a safer farm going into planting season, but also we've done a few episodes within horticulture. So we should speak about that as well. They're usually larger teams, more seasonal and casual, but emphasis on their safety is pretty paramount as well. Yeah. I I will always say communication um, because everything uh, for all the incident investigations that I've done with the regulator, which I've been involved in a few, um, it's always come through a breakdown of communication. Someone hasn't been told something or they've been told something incorrect. Um, and it's led to an incident and it's the, the root cause is, is a lack of communication. So, and that would be, it's very easy to communicate daily or by the phone um, immediately uh, if something changes. And we don't always have to record that. Um, but if you had a large group of workers or you've given someone a specific safety direction um, from a manager or a supervisor's point of view, you'd want to record those, make a little note in your diary or yes, hold a toolbox meeting for multiple people 
Um, and that's what us uh, consultants are really there for. We're meant to come out and facilitate them. Um, and then, yeah, I, I think supervision uh, is another big one. So if the communication's not there, the supervision should be um, where any inexperienced person or younger one is supervised um, because really kids learn from their parents, uh, new workers learn off the experienced ones and then the experienced workers have, have normally learned off their boss in the past too. So um, I think a couple of messages that I normally give people is what you ignore becomes acceptable. Uh, what you accept becomes the new normal. Uh, so I always ask people, what example are you going to set? And I think see, planting that seed with people just makes them think about the workplace a little bit more. Yeah, definitely. And for new starters coming onto the farm, whether you've just hired some people for planting season or harvesting within horticulture or pruning, what pieces of paper are pretty vital, vitally important to get them up to scratch? Is it their competency, what they're competent at? Um, so we can tick a few boxes off just to ensure that we know their level of operation isn't quite there yet or it is. Yeah, so depending on what work they're doing, um, obviously, but you you want any licensing um, that they say that they're going to, uh, if they're operating trucks and things like that, we're going to, going to want copies of licenses. So it's not just a he, he said, she said. Um, you want a copy of that. Any certificates that they've done through TAFE or um, anything like that, those certificates of experience come in handy. Um, a chemical cert. Uh, lots of people are getting them these days, which really comes in hand, handy for being able to um, handle the chemicals correctly, but store them correctly as well. Um, know the risks. So, um, yeah, definitely a chemical cert. First aid is, is one that's often overlooked. Um, it does expire three yearly um, and then your CPR expires 12 monthly. But I think if someone had done their first aid and it was a little bit out of date, that's not what people look at. They more look at, have you been trained? Do you know the basics um, to then be able to provide first aid in the workplace? So um, it's a, one of those legal requirements where you have to provide first aid provisions in the workplace um, and there should be trained personnel. So yeah, li little things like that. But it, all in all, if you're not experienced in what you're doing, uh, supervision or chuck them through a verification of competency yeah. Um, I write these things. They're only one page. Just tick and flick. Go through the basics with them, and you both sign off on the on the bottom of it when you when you're happy that um, they can operate the tractor safely, or you know the manatee, or yeah, any any plant that's high risk. I think as a family farm as well, if we brought someone on, just give us the backing that we're comfortable having them out plowing the paddock up or going into sowing season. Um, just allows the farmer to have that weight off their shoulders. They can go into town and get the account done um, and look at other areas as well and just know that they're going to be much safer doing so. Yeah, and you can probably rely on them, um, you know, not driving through the fence, that sort of thing. Like, it's it's not just a safety problem. Sometimes it's, a, I want to look after my tractor and my fence and the the power lines and the running through the paddock and I want to look after that stuff. So yeah. yeah, great stuff. I think ticking off the box is a good little reminder to see both for the employee and employer, what people are competent at or what they need to teach 
them a little bit more in and we can even upskill the industry as we go along for like different pieces of machinery across the industry. Yep. You're, you're never going to have anything perfect and you can't start anywhere perfect. It's, there's no such thing. It's all about continuous improvement. You're not going to get better without trying and you'll, you'll screw up a lot of times. Don't you worry. Um, so yeah, just keep learning and, and people learn with you. Yeah, 100%. Well, I think there's some great takeaways in this, mate. At least three, if you can take three away from this or even think about your farm, how it can be operating a bit safer for season 2022 um, and get away with it and even contact Shay himself if you need a hand with safe ag systems as well. Yep, so I'll, I'll be trying to um, sell safe ag systems pretty well because it makes my job easier, to be honest. Um, I've, I've built systems from scratch. I run my own QR code system with online forms and notifications and things. Now that's taken me three years to build. Um, SafeHag has actually built a, a system that does all of what my system does. Um, and yeah, and it's and it's even easier to use for, for all the workers. So um, I am promoting it. Uh, so yeah, looking forward to it. Beautiful. Great to hear. Thanks for coming on to the podcast again, Shay. We'll be in touch. No, thanks, Jack. Thanks, mate. Thank you for tuning in to the Farms Advice podcast. It is produced by Advertise Digital, the agribusiness marketing specialist. Go to farmsadvice.com.au for more information on this episode and the others before and spread the Farms Advice. If you love this episode, please give us a review on Apple Podcasts and subscribe as it helps other farmers find us too. But until then, next Tuesday, keep on farming. In the spirit of reconciliation, the Farms Advice podcast acknowledges the traditional custodians of country for Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respect to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.